that patient stuff don't really work when <laughs> you're giving up penetration and you can't, you know what I'm hey, saying? No holes yo. are being formed because your offensive line isn't good. So, <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, you pause me? I didn't even catch you. <laughs> that was I didn't pause. I said, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, man, I can't, I can't, I can't turn it off. I don't hey, know why. Man, stop talking about penetration on the podcast, dog. <laughs> Yo, swing, 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 to chop, chop, chop. Yo, that's the sound when MCs get mopped. Don't come around town without the hip in your hop. Cause when the shit hits the fan, that ass will get dropped. MCs wanna attack me, but them punks can't go. I have you left without a job, like Isaac from the love boat. Some money, watch your mouth. I'm I have to bust ya. Battling MCs from JFK to Russia. Back down to London, Sweden and Brazil. Do a US tour for three months. Alright, here we go. Pre-gamers podcast, episode number 63. I am Dari Gable, joined by my two co-hosts as usual. We'll start it off with. It's your boy Lance Powers. Hey man, you ain't my boy, but anyway. Hey, third member of the squad. Third member of the squad checking in. I want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> I don't like you, dog. <laughs> yeah, but third member of the squad checking in. Israel, one more time. Let's get to it. Are you not, Mister? I watch football different this week. I, I think it's pretty much established. I mean, well, honestly, I didn't really see any football. Is that in that? I didn't yeah, really see too much football these played. So. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. You know, I didn't. I didn't. There was football this weekend. I mean, I I didn't see any. Like, you know, I turned the TV on, didn't see no football. So I don't know what yeah, we're gonna talk not, about this week. Honestly, odd. in the middle of the season, man, just no football for one yeah, game. Yeah. So, yeah, just no, man. Just one week, man. You know, I didn't even see any college. Rel, did you see any college football this weekend? <laughs> No, nah, nah, they actually uh, postponed the whole weekend of college football, surprisingly. I don't know what F- happened, but FSU I didn't, didn't see have any a game, scores you, you sure FSU didn't have a game? FSU definitely didn't have the game. That was like the oh, main game okay. that just never happened. So, okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So y'all going to get basketball today. <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all, y'all going to hear about this Jimmy Butler trade. We're going to do a deep dive. Missouri. Oh, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Yo, uh, all right, so you know, let's get to it, guys. Uh, Jimmy Butler forced his way out of Minnesota. Finally, went to the Sixers. Trust the process. Um, how do you, how you guys feeling about this? And I mean, I feel like Minnesota got robbed, but hey, you know they waited too did, long to trade him, so you get what you get. Did they? Who are those dudes? <laughs> the only the only one I knew was Sarich because he was like one of the draft yeah. and stash guys. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That's it, though. Yeah. Them other niggas, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who they are. They got Dario Sarich and Jonathan McFadden. Like, yo, who the hell is that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw McFadden. I was like, when he stopped, when he came back from playing uh, football and decided right. to be in the NBA. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I have no yeah. clue that. Um, my first thought, though, I mean, as much as they did lose, clearly, um, I was like, well, you know what? Now it can kind of become Derek's team officially. I mean, because Derek has kind of had this resurgence of his career. So I'm like, wow. I was happy. You, you in think a sense it's Derek Rose's team? I think it's going to be Derek Rose's team. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it, it's clear who they in the clutch. Like, that, I always see. Okay, whose team is it really in certain moments of the game? And Derek Rose, they they clearly look for him to like take over and be that guy that they all look to. So I, I don't know. I kind of I, I, at least I hope it 
further develops into that. And like, you never know. It could, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is still on the rise and everything. And, you know, Wiggins. So you, you don't you never really know exactly, Wiggins, Wiggins you know, young trash. players still developing, but Wiggins you know. is trash. <laughs> yeah, man. Wiggins is kind of trash. Yeah. He's I don't, trash. I don't know if he, I don't, I think he just has the wrong mentality because he's got all the physical talent, but it's just something missing from that dude, man. Like I thought he was going to be a lot better by now. Than he is. So well, that was the thing when when <clears throat> before he got drafted was what the, his his knock was his motor and people were like, well, you know, they don't like quantifying like how do you quantify a player's drive and his motor? But you can see it. You can see it even now. Whatever y'all don't know what year it is. I mean, what you know, how many years he's been in the league? But you can still see at times he just lacks the want to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think this I, is, I understand it. I think this is year five because his first year was the year LeBron went back to Cleveland. So. Uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So what? Five, yeah, trade, five yeah, years. I'm yeah, still left him out of the free. notes. Huh? I said it left him out of the notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he mentioned he mentioned Anderson Verzal, but didn't say anything about him. <laughs> you know who else he left out that note, right? Dion Waiters. And guess who else got traded? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, man. <clears throat> but yeah, man, so... You know, Jimmy Butler's a member of the Sixers. Do we think this changes anything in the East? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't think so either, man. Yeah. Well, you had didn't you didn't you have? Yeah, you picked the Sixers, right? Uh, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked the Sixers because I didn't think the Celtics were going to get it together, and I've been right thus far. But I, I picked the Sixers. But I, I, I mean, I don't think this changes anything. I still think the Sixers are going to come out of the East. But I mean, we shall see. You can never, you can never have enough good guys. I, I take that back, actually, because that was my thing about the uh, the Celtics. You, they got too many good guys. They got too many good guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm a I'm a walking contradiction tonight, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the rail plan. <laughs> oh man, unsolicited shots out here, man. Shots fired. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, I I think it I think it helps the Sixers and. Like maybe a, a guy that's been there, a guy that's won in the playoffs and gone deep in the playoffs because they still haven't done that yet. And, uh, you know, they add a little toughness. But, I mean, Jimmy Butler's still – Jimmy Butler ain't never been to the finals. Like, Jimmy Butler ain't never won anything, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I think it helps him, but only so much, you know? This is true. This is true. I, I honestly want to see the dynamic with – you know, the younger players, particularly the elephant in the room, which is Markel Folks, and how oh, that'll man. work because Jimmy Jimmy Butler is a very in your face, let you know what it is type of player. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know what is to come from that and folks, you know, with him trying to basically regain his shooting or basketball playing abilities altogether. I mean the confidence in the kid is like shot. So I don't know what that dynamic is going to look like. Does it change my opinion on them as far as coming out of the East? Not really. I mean, I still kind of have Boston. But to be honest with you, I've, I'm kind of second-guessing Boston because I keep on telling myself the Raptors are not going to do it because they're the Raptors. But they do have Kawhi Leonard, who has been there and is a finals MVP. And, yeah, I'm, I'm coming to terms with maybe it, it might be Toronto. So, I don't know. I don't think it's a situation. Really? I don't think, but I don't think hmm. Butler gives them enough. No, I don't hmm. think so. Okay. Yeah, Toronto Toronto's been beasting, but I still think the Sixers yeah. are I think the Sixers are deeper than Toronto, but we shall see. What about you, Lance? 
I'm still going with the Celtics, man. The Celtics really? got 82 games to get it together, so. All right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still rolling. I think Tor- I still don't trust Toronto, man. I still don't trust. I know <laughs> hey, it's, I know it's LeBron's new regime gone, man. and everything. LeBron's gone. <laughs> hey, that right. is that is I, you know, that is a very good point. I forgot. And the, yeah, these aren't last year's Toronto. I mean, they they do have a superstar in their own right, right. that isn't DeRozan and it's not going <laughs> to choke. So I, I did forget that they don't have to face the Cleveland, the LeBron-led Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, I'm, I'm going to still go with the Sixers, though. <laughs> you mean the Celtics? <laughs> I mean, not, not the Sixers, the but the Celtics. Celtics. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not the Sixers. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers that are going to win 50 games, baby. That's right. Win 50 games and make it to the playoffs. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's still hope. <laughs> it's still hope. They can, get, they can get hot out here, man. They can, they have, they can win 50 fire. games. <laughs> Because some dummy, <laughs> some dummy on this podcast said that, but no names, wow. please. Um, <laughs> I gave you so many opportunities too, man. I was you, like, oh, you, you did, sure about you that? did, you did. Just like we gave you opportunities to take back the Falcons going to the Super Bowl, but that's still yet to be seen. Hey, uh, <laughs> he said, you win some, you lose some. He said, hey. <laughs> sometimes you gotta race. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All right, man. So you know that's that's the East. That's what's going on right now. Out in the West, we got a little uh, we got a little strife, a little little trouble in paradise brewing out here in uh, Golden State, man. Draymond and KD got into it during a loss to the LA Clippers of all teams, um, and Draymond has ended up being suspended for the next game. So. Uh, Conveniently against the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys might actually win that one. You know. You know what's funny? The yeah. Hawks might actually win that game. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, they what? Almost, they almost beat the yeah. Lakers, man. They almost beat the Lakers. And the Lakers, because, because the Lakers are close Warriors. to the Warriors right now. <laughs> but you know, you know, that math works out. <laughs> hey, you're man, the one. That, you're the one that picked them to go to the finals, Warriors. right? I'm still right. Hey, man, look, I'm ride or die purple and gold, man. It's right. until we get beat. I'm always gonna pick the Lakers if we if we have a shot, and we have a very outside shot, but it's a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always got a shot when you got the Kang. But um, yeah. So what do, what do you what are you guys thinking? Like, and is this... other and other players and other players, <laughs> <laughs> not just Thank, LeBron. Like, like, thanks, uh, Lance. like Michael we, Beasley. We appreciate that. Like Michael Beasley, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so anyway, um, I mean, do you guys do you guys think this is like a a symptom of a deeper issue, or do you think it's just like like teammates are gonna beef or what, man? Because for it to be for it to go as far as for as, as uh, forcing them to suspend him, that that seems like this isn't just like an isolated incident, man. To me, right? You know, and like the way. The way KD was looking while Draymond was talking to him, it was like, like, come on, bro, again, again with this shit. Like, you know, it just like he was kind of fed up with everything, you know. So, like, what, yeah. is this a deeper <clears throat> issue or is it just an isolated incident? I think it's more so isolated. Draymond is kind of it's it's funny because he's like the heart and soul of the team. That you know, everybody talks about how he, you know, their emotional leader and everything. But even with that, he still has to be like kind of put in the right direction and sometimes held back because he does get 
you know, he gets carried away. Yeah, and I think punches, that was a... Uh, punches dudes in the penis. Like, yeah. I, he, he definitely... <laughs> you know what? He's gone on the good streak. I don't think he, he's got a little game streak going where he hasn't punched any guy in the nuts. So I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> proud of Draymond for that, man. He's growing up out here. But, um, yeah, he kind of has his moments. And I think that the suspension is more so for, for him to kind of just regroup himself, maybe. Um, as well as, like, you know, kind of just, all right, let's regroup as a team once Draymond kind of, you know, is in his little timeout for a minute. I don't think it's anything that's too major. I think Draymond knows his limitations, and I think he just got carried away at the end of the game, trying to do too much, feeling like, oh, well, you know, we're the Warriors and I'm Draymond, so he knows better than that. So, like, he knows he should have given that ball up to KD. So, No, man, like, I, I, I would have said that at first, but the suspension does raise an eyebrow. Man. Right. That, that right there just, I don't know, man. That That's kind of odd. I, I mean, I've never seen that happen from a just a normal, you know, oh, man, you should have passed me the ball or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. You don't just get suspended for that. So, um, I don't know, man. That was interesting. Yeah. Look, man, if, if, if Jordan could punch Steve Kerr in the face, I'm pretty sure the Warriors would be okay with Draymond's one-game suspension and then coming back once he's kind of together. I think, yeah. They'll pull it together, but he's definitely the expendable one, though, right now. And that, and that's that's the other thing. Do y'all think this is a question, both y'all? Do y'all think that Draymond knows he really kind of more so is an all star because of the system and like his own, you know, what he can and can't do outside of it? Like, you think he's honest with himself about that? Because I think he does. I think he's smart enough to know I kind of need this team, like, for me to be who I am. Hell no, he's not honest with himself about that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Dray- Draymond thinks he's uh I don't know, man. Dray- Draymond thinks he's Draymond thinks he's probably thinks he's a top ten player in the league, a, honestly. A legit man. all-star? You think yeah. he thinks he's a legit think, all-star in himself? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's just got that much confidence in himself and they've been on this successful streak for four or five years now. So yeah, he's feeling himself, you know? He's smelling himself up. All right. Yeah. Mm. Well, if that's <laughs> the case, then his career's doomed because that yeah, he's definitely the expendable one. So yeah, man. That's what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> dude out there, <clears throat> dude out there running around like he's got a backpack on and shit, man. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Let me ask y'all, you know, everybody's saying, well, KD is a free agent after this year. No way. <laughs> no way? No way. So, he, so he's not going to the Knicks? He's not going anywhere. KD's going to stay in Golden State and try to win in seven rings. Lance. He's not going anywhere. Everybody wants to play in New York, though. No, no. KD doesn't want to play in New York. KD wants to stay right <laughs> here in Golden State <laughs> and, and win as many rings as possible and have all these green lights. To show. I mean, he's going to have the green lights to shoot anywhere he goes, honestly. Yeah, but, he will. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's got to no. be fun playing unless on all five Unless he's teaming up with Russell Westbrook. Huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I, it's gotta be. I think. I think he enjoys really playing for the team. I think he enjoys playing alongside stuff. I mean, who wouldn't play alongside like guys that can hit? You know, do what they do. I mean, I don't know if he enjoys it, man. I think he's sucking it up because they're successful when they're winning. But I mean, like I said, he looked like he was tired of Draymond's shit. Like he was tired of Draymond's whole existence. Like. As a human being is how he looked, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he did look mad pissed. Yeah, up. man. Like, like this dude again. Like, word. You know, like I don't know, man. I, I can see him leaving. Well, I don't know. Lie, man. I've 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 been like that with my homeboys, man. Playing basketball. So, like, 
you know, it, it, it happens, and then you you get over it. So I think, yeah, I th- and I think they kind of have that dynamic where I feel like I I feel personally that, in my opinion, they could duke it out even and then be all right. Like, I don't think it'll be on some I hold a grudge against you type of thing. I think they'll, you know, they're both really, you know, ultimate competitors. They both want to win. They both want to contribute in the winning. And I think sometimes that can clash. And that, I think that's more so what we saw. So, I mean, time will tell, but I I think it's not that big of a deal. And they've had, you know, uh, Draymond, if you can recall, like he's had, he's gotten to it with Kerr, like yelling in Kerr's face, yeah. acting crazy. Probably, I don't, I don't, he didn't get suspended, I don't think, for that, but probably could have. So, well, I mean, he's remember, had those run-ins. Remember the first year KD was there, like he took a shot at the end of the half or something like that that Draymond didn't like, and like, Draymond was all in his ear, and they were talking and stuff. It seemed like KD was receptive and, like, just kind of like, okay, you right, you right. You know, like, like this is how we do things here. It's different. But this time, KD didn't like something Draymond did and said something, and Draymond acted like a bitch, man. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, I just – I don't think that's cool, man. And I, I, I can see how that could probably piss KD off, man. Like, you know. Really? So yeah. I, I can see him leaving, man. I don't know where. I'll be damned if he goes to the Knicks, though. But huh. uh, I don't know where, man. I can see him being I, I like, like I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be an extreme case where where KD would be the one to lead. Like they they sold KD on basically. We have to. I mean, they told they said it. We have to learn how to play with you, not the other way around. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's like pretty much. That's not really handing him the keys to the franchise, but he's you know he's he he is the role. He, he is the player that is driving the franchise in a sense of they can't win any more championships without him, I don't think. So hmm. understanding that, if it comes to ultimatum, I mean, it's an easy decision. I feel like KD could go to anybody front office and say, look, Draymond ain't working out. So it's either me and him, and Draymond will be gone yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Hmm. All right. Okay. Interesting stuff there. Yeah. All right, so KD is uh, elevated or helped to elevate the Warriors franchise. Now, let's go to a player that's kind of, you know, brought a franchise down seemingly. Carmelo Anthony, man. Uh, seems like his days are numbered in Houston. It is, it's not official yet, but the rumor is or the word on the street is he will be released and the Rockets will eat that money that they <laughs> agreed to pay him this season because he's been that bad for them. And the whole team has kind of been bad around him, and he kind of threw off the balance, it looks like. So, uh, fellas, is this the end of the road, like boys to men said, for for uh, Carmelo, or can he still help a team? Can he go somewhere else and contribute? What do y'all think? Nice boys to men reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. Well, you know who that is? Oh, <laughs> hey, man. hey, relax. Hey, come, come on. Now. Yo, real, you, you don't know nothing about you don't know nothing about no Motown Philly dog. You don't know nothing about that. He no, we're not even gonna address that. The, the audacity, <laughs> the unmitigated gall. Okay, hey, okay, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yo man, Melo, he's done, man. He's he's been wow. done. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? I was I said wow. Yeah, he's been done, man. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know if. Do you think anybody wants to pick him up? 
At this point, <laughs> we, we were Lakers. talking. I was talking about this earlier, man. The, the Lakers want to turn the smoke off. One, like they, there's a report that they just like, nah, it's it's a wrap for you. It's, so, it, nah, it, we I good. That realization, huh? You said the Lakers was like, nah, we good. They like, nah, we good, bro. They left them all red. <laughs> but yeah, um, I came to that realization. Honestly, probably today. I mean, I've known Melo's been struggling. I know he's not what he was and everything. He's been declining. But I, I, I pose this question, like, could you know, could you name 25 players right now better than Carmelo Anthony? And it was easily yes. And I was like, wow, Carmelo's really done out here. So, yeah, me, I don't. Let me ask you, did you have Chris Paul over Carmelo? Yes. Oh, I, I had to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. Definitely. Wow. Definitely. Did you, uh, since Michael Beasley was the key to the Lakers, did you have him over Carmelo Anthony? <laughs> the keys to the Lakers. <laughs> no, hey, man, we that, was, that was the name you brought up when you said the Lakers had a good roster. <laughs> hey, man, we, we didn't have Beasley, but we were debating to put uh, JaVale McGee over uh, Melo right now, man. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. Uh, I was but, about uh, to say. But, not, but no, and I, honestly, when you think about it, you could probably name a player on every NBA team that's better than Melo. And on yeah. some teams, in some situations, two or three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Vince, Vince Carter, it's, it's Vince Carter right is there, I mean, right? Carter, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's harder, but I mean, is Melo that much better than Trey Young right now? Like right, right now? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know either. <laughs> See when you when you when you say it out loud, it, it's like wow, Melo's truly washed. Like if yeah. if Trey Young has eclipsed him already. Yeah, but wow. <laughs> That's that, I'm, yeah, the epiphany. Yeah, yeah, I had this epiphany earlier. So yeah, I think that um he's done. He's I think he might have to go play overseas if he still wants to play. I don't know. Oh, man, no, I, I don't think it's that bad, man. I you think don't somebody, think so? He I think somebody will pick bench. him up. Oh no. He doesn't want to come off the bench though, Dark. So if you, but, if you but have he, a player he that was is that he was coming off the bench in Houston though. But he don't want to do that. That was extreme. He really did, and that's part of the problem. He he's stubborn. He don't feel like he should be coming off the bench, and that's a big hangup for him. And that's caused a lot of rifts in team chemistry, along with the fact that he don't want to play defense. I mean, it's it's, I mean, what team wants to deal with that at this point? Especially if you have a team that's up and coming. Like, what team wants to even? It would be only the trash teams that would even think to entertain it. Yeah, he literally the Rockets were a number one team in the West. And are now falling flat on their face. And it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. We don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yo, man, I was just about to ask that question, man. Have the Rockets, have they blown it, man? Oh, yeah. This, I think so. I think so too, man. That's crazy. The fall off. How, how do you, it, it can't be all mellow. I know mellow brings teams down in certain situations and stuff like that, but that can't be all mellow. No, can no, it? it's, it's not all mellow. It's, it's the guys oh, they man. lost. Like, uh, Luke, Luke Mbamute and uh, what's his True. name? Trevor yep. Ariza. You know, those guys were important last year. And, you know, they very they just, important. They let them go, you know? And yep. plus, uh, plus was, Harden. The, was the mellow decision in the in, like, was that independent of Ariza or was that somewhat connected? Like, because I was told that that had no bearing on Ariza, which I don't know. I think all that stuff the was details. independent, man. They just didn't want to pay those guys because they, they re up Chris Paul. So that took a lot of money. So. I, I think that stuff was independent of Melo. But, you know, okay. and Harden, Harden's been playing like trash this year, man. So, yeah. I don't know what's up with them, man. Yo, man, I think Rel is kind of right, though, man, about about Melo, man. I think 
he might have to go overseas for real, man. Like, wow. because seriously, though, okay, so his issue is one, either coming off the bench, or two, I imagine he doesn't want to play for a trash team, right? He's right. in that funny. Remember when Iverson was like on the Nuggets and, and shit like that? <laughs> Yo, I and, feel like it's the Grizzlies type of situation, man, where it's like, yeah. dude, you know, you, it's a wrap, man. Just I, I don't know if he got some homeboys that just they just roast them when they see him and they like, yo, you coming off the bench now? Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's a weird situation. You know what I mean? Because he, he he plays like he is cool with it. And then one day he's just like. And it's like, yo, man, it's to me, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not in his situation, but it just doesn't seem like that big of a deal, man. Yeah, it, it doesn't. But yeah. the, you know how when the mentality of when you're when you're the man and you <clears throat> you've been there growing up all through like sometimes it's hard to let, it's hard to shake that. I mean, Iverson had a tough time. Like you said, it was a good a good analogy because Iverson had a really tough time doing it and eventually forced him into retirement. And I think Melo's Headed down that same path, unless he just wants to just say, you know what, I can go be the man overseas and, and kill it and, you know, whatever, whatever. So, because yeah. he's not going to be the man in America. It, it's, it's done for him in the NBA being the guy on the team. No well, yeah, team is going to do but, it. Not but, only that, it's, it's, it's done with him even being like a two of or the three options. Team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No big three or anything like that, man. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. But 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 I mean, bro, like you can actually see Carmelo Anthony getting on a plane and flying to Israel and playing basketball, like we'll Carmelo Anthony. Maybe somewhere in China, you know, China, you know. <laughs> but yo, like yeah. Carmelo Anthony is gonna is gonna live in another country and play basketball. Hey man, like, <laughs> I, I didn't think Marbury would do it when he did it, and look, I mean, you know, Marbury, Marbury's on drugs though, man. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. He was eating soap. On no, it was Vaseline. It was Vaseline. <laughs> Vaseline, yeah. yeah. Eating Vaseline, crying, and smoking weed. I remember that shit, man. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. I think I think somebody will pick him up, man. Somebody is like, he can be our scoring punch. You know, we don't need him to play defense. We don't need him for this, that. We just want We just want him to hit mid-range jumpers all day, you know? I think he can come in and do that. Yeah, you heard it here first, man. Mellow to the Japanese sharks. <laughs> the Tokyo sharks. Who said the Japanese sharks? <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, but um, you mentioned Trey Young earlier, Rel. So you've been paying attention to what your boy Luka Doncic is doing, man. Yes, man. Luka <laughs> is good. I, I, I'm not. I am unmoved, even though I see the production Luka has. I still think Trey Young has the higher ceiling. I still wait, think wait, Trae... wait. You said you're unmoved. You so you still think Luka's gonna be a journeyman? <sighs> he might not be a journeyman. <laughs> He might not be a journeyman. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to revisit this in like another year, but I'm pretty sure at this point he's probably not gonna be a journeyman. All right, which which is still could be a really good journeyman though. We say it like it's a bad thing, like Jamal Crawford's not one of the best scores we've seen. He was a journeyman, like you know what I'm saying. Like now Crawford was a staple player for you know franchises before, but he ended up being a journeyman. Uh, maybe Luca does the same thing, stays, and then you know ends up being kind of going on that route. Uh, maybe, you know, whatever, whatever. But 
I don't know. Is, is Luca gonna be a, a, an All Star? He might. I, I think he could be like. A, I think he. I think he can be. His his twelfth game in the NBA. He had twenty two six and eight nine of fifteen shooting in thirty one minutes. So I think he'll be all right, bro. <laughs> he's definitely going. He's definitely going to be all right. He's definitely. He's a, he's a solid player. I still think Trey is going to be the All Star that has the higher ceiling, but. I do have to revisit maybe the journeyman combo with Luca. I'll admit that. All right. I don't. We'll see. I'll I'll put the pause on that. Wait, wait, Lance. What did you say? I don't see it, man. You don't see Trey Young being all star. I don't see him. I don't see him having the higher ceiling than. Okay. um, Yeah. Yeah. Really. Okay. So let me ask. um, I listen. He's not going to be the next Steph Curry, right? Uh, well, his his ceiling is uh, he's not going to be Steph Curry, but his ceiling is approaching Steph Curry esque. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not going to be the same deal. But if he if he if he comes close to what his potential is, he's going to impact the game in very similar ways that Curry is now. Like he's doing that. So yeah, I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? So 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 what is his ceiling? Is his ceiling what seventy percent? Of what Curry is, is that his fifty percent? What I mean, because I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yo man, Curry. you know, you know, Curry is like a once in a generation type player, right? True, but true, but when you, we all know when players have flashes of players that are all time greats, they immediately like they're put in a different spotlight. It's the same, it's the same phenomenon that's kind of happened with Zion, where. Dang, we haven't seen Zion since Charles Barkley, since Larry Johnson, since you know, he's just weird mix of all-time great players and that his is skyrocketing his you know his potential and i think that kind of happened with trey like trey you know from high school going on like it was like okay who is he gonna be is he gonna be iverson is he gonna be this that and other and then you know everybody found out how the shooting thing isn't a fluke he just has a knack for doing it you can just see the gift in it so naturally who else has the the greatest gift of shooting we've ever seen curry and he likes doing what Curry does, so I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I, I definitely don't think he'll he'll get to where Curry is. But when you think about it, Curry's <laughs> arguably changed the game, you can't name really five players that have changed the game of basketball, like the entire game of highest played more than Curry. If you if we're honest about ain't it, no I'm not argue, top five, but ain't no arguably about it, bro. <laughs> ain't no arguably he has changed the game, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, is that Trey Young is not going right. to. <laughs> but but doesn't Trey Young fit into the, well 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 doesn't Trey Young fit into the game in the way it's been changed by Curry though you know what I'm saying like yeah but okay if he's similar to somebody that came before him how is he going to change the game if he's just kind of fitting well, impact, in a mold impact I, uh, let's not, not go so down this no no maybe not <laughs> maybe not so much change it because it's already been changed from Curry but impact it it's like. If if one player, if Curry has this skill set that has changed the way basketball is played, every GM in the world in in the league is trying to find a player that can give them some semblance of Curry because they understand the impact that what he does has on the game. And the closest player to that is pretty much Trey. Like as far as like okay. where he's projected to go. So right. I so think that if he if he gets close to his ceiling, Trey's gonna be special. So you're he's saying- gonna be an all star. So you're saying Trey Young is to Steph Curry as Kobe Bryant is to Michael Jordan? Um, <laughs> at, at this stage, yeah. 
this thing's, that's actually a really good comparison. So I'm not saying he's going to... He's not a trendsetter. He's just a bite, a ripoff of another player. Okay, I got well, you. Well, you, you know what, though? <laughs> With Kobe, the thing was, Kobe wasn't able to obviously accomplish what Jordan did, but Kobe did take what so much of what Jordan did and, and added to it. I don't know if Trey can really do that with Curry. What did he add to it, Rel? Come on, man. Kobe doesn't have any flaws in this game. What? He doesn't have any. He doesn't. Kobe don't have no. He doesn't have any flaws. What? He does not. Kobe Bryant, skill-wise, does not have any flaws. I understand he, wow. he's had horrible shooting performances. I know percentage-wise, this, than the other. Y'all don't understand. Kobe, take, he's the most difficult shot maker because he takes the most difficult shots ever. So he, and that's just his mentality. But as far as what you can you do skill wise, on and at an all time great elite, all time great level, there's nothing Kobe could not do all time great level wise. Nothing, no part of his game. And he and he said that he's he said it before. I made my game to have no weaknesses. McGrady's McGrady uh, co signed it, which McGrady has some bad co signs, but, uh, yeah, but Paul Pierce has co signed it. So, uh, Phil so, Jackson's co signed it. Like. So and, and players that play against him just know. Kobe's, you know uh, Kobe's passing was up to par. Yes, Kobe, could, Kobe, Kobe could pass with anybody. He just obviously the whole joke. Kobe not passing. He could pass with anybody. Kobe <laughs> can make any pass you need him to make. Any any pass, any pass LeBron can make. Kobe can make the pass. He just Whoa. that's not his role. Well, why we got to bring LeBron into it, the conversation? Because LeBron is an all time great passer, and, and it's. You know, whatever, whatever. Jordan, <laughs> whatever, I, whatever. Forget, Le, forget LeBron, Jordan. Forget LeBron. Forget LeBron, because that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Jordan. Kobe can make any pass. Jordan can make. Bird no can make. Flaws in Kobe's game. an elite skill set player of all skill sets. So no, no flaws. He can. Okay. He just chooses not to. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, in a lot of situations, yeah. Agree. <laughs> chooses not to in a lot of situations, but I've seen Kobe make crazy passes. Yeah. Like it really isn't anything. I've seen Kobe like, uh, that's what you want Kobe do to do. You know what I'm saying? The whole scouting report on Kobe, you couldn't make him go left, and he's he's somewhat worse going left or nothing like that. It was like, yeah, yeah just force a contested shot, and he's probably gonna make it. It's up to him if he wants to make it or not. But you know, he did. Um, he did have some great alley oops to Shaq, though. I will yeah. admit that. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not hard to throw it, to Shaq. And then but, that uh, that alley oop pass that he had to. Uh, to uh to uh run our test that it looked like <laughs> it looked like he was it looked like he was trying to shoot that a three like a but that it was like it was shot. it was an alley but, but, but you know what dark <laughs> you know what i'm glad that you brought that because kobe gets roasted about that right but i contend that when you're when all-time great players have the gall to take shots good things happen like oh, good thing, same thing with, okay. with kd a few weeks back took a took a bad or it was a good shot missed it but a no name got like a, a putback, and they won the game because of like good things just tend to happen when your your all time greats tend to act like all time greats. So Kobe uh, missed so, a shot, so but ended up being an we're, assist, and it worked. We're out. taking we're taking shots at at LeBron right now. That's cool. That's mm. cool. That's no cool. shots. At, no, no, no. I promise, no shots at LeBron. I promise, yeah, no shots at LeBron. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I I think that good things happen when great players tend to act like it. That's all, right. all right. All right, so you know Kobe, Kobe could do all these things. He just chose not to. So speaking of choosing not to, Le'Veon Bell has decided to. Uh, he's chosen not to report to the Steelers and play football this year. And um, I don't have a problem with it 
because my man's got money in the bank. And, and you got James Conner on your fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get to let's get to the yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a factor. That's a factor. But <laughs> <laughs> the main the main thing is, look, the Steelers aren't offering him security and the money that he wants with the long term contract. He's got money in the bank. Why should he report to work under those conditions? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think any of us would. Like, yo. I don't need to come to work for y'all. I got I got money saved up. I'm good. Y'all aren't giving me what I want. It's not beneficial to me. It's only beneficial to y'all. So I'm a chill, you know? So how much is it that he's leaving on the table? Isn't it like $14 million or something like that? Yeah. Is that the difference? I don't care how rich I am. Four, I'm not, I can't leave $14 million on the table. There's, I don't know what level of rich you have to get to, but I'm pretty sure if I ever got there, there's no way I'm leaving $14 million on the table. Yeah, it's but, just, but here's the thing. All, Here's the thing, bro. Um, if the franchise tag provides you no security, bro, like that fourteen million could be like the last money he ever earns, and he could blow his knee out or break his leg or something. You know what I'm saying? And not have mm-hmm. any, not have any more guaranteed money coming in. That's that's what players hate about the franchise tag. So I I'm with them, man. I understand where he's coming from. Okay, that does actually make sense. So yeah, it's like saving now to get more later. Almost yeah. type. Okay. I, and I definitely think he would end up being hurt too. Like to come back <laughs> this late. I mean, as Dez, you know, shout out to Dez. But yeah, if you come back this late, you're not in football shape. Clearly, I don't care how much you've been working out. Only thing that mm-hmm. helps you get in football shape is actually playing football. And he's an injury waiting to happen. So yeah, especially so, especially with all the touches he gets too. Man, he's he's their starting running back, and he's basically their number two receiver. So, yeah, I I don't have any, like I said, I don't have any problem with it. Yeah, Pittsburgh does. They do not believe in running back by committee. They don't believe no. yo. Once you're the running back, <laughs> you're the dude. Yeah. Like that's it. You know, there's no there's no Tevin Coleman. There's no you know whatever. No Duke Johnson. It's like it's it's the Le'Veon show. So I mean, it it, it was a ridiculous amount of of touches he was getting. Mm-hmm. Um, time and for them you know for for that to happen and for them to just be like mm, nah we're gonna do this year by year basis thing but we're gonna run you into the ground at the same time so i i, I mean i totally get it man i totally get it do you do, do any of y'all think how much money whatever team he's gonna go to a lot of people are saying the jets uh <laughs> because they have a lot of money how much money how much money do you think he's going to end up making in his next contract? Well, he's what did what did Ty Gurley get? Because I think he wants something similar, if not more. Didn't Gurley he wants got- more? He wants he wants seventy million guaranteed. You know what though? I think I don't think he gets that number because I and honestly I think that if anything, we all know how special Le'Veon Bell is, but. This whole situation with the Steelers' production without him, it's kind of like it, it, it draw. It makes me question. Okay, well, how much is it really him? Because the offensive line, mm, people forget they have Pro Bowls. Man. People forget they're doing so much of the work. Man, and it's kind of a tandem effort. So, Rome makes a good point. I mean, right now, he looks like a system running back. <laughs> Because, and nah, I know he, we know he's not, but James we know he's so not, successful. Yeah, but that's what he looks like. Because I mean, 
when D'Angelo Williams went in there when he when he was suspended, D'Angelo Williams balled out. And when this whole year, James Conner has looked like a superstar. He you know what I mean? But and, he doesn't and be, he doesn't look like Le'Veon, man. <laughs> like watching the games, he doesn't look like Le'Veon. He's, he's putting up better numbers than Le'Veon. <laughs> yeah, but but nah, dog. You, Dark is we, right. He doesn't seen, look like Le'Veon. He's putting up he better numbers. I get it, like but he him. doesn't look like him. Yeah. He doesn't nah, I get look it. like him, I get but it. he's getting the production. Bro, but I that's seen, the conundrum. Seen, it's like, okay, well, if you have offensive line, that, that is anything close to the Steelers, how much of Le'Veon are you really going to see on the Exactly. Desk? That's the question. But I it's, mean, because we know but he's it's the other. It's the other stuff he does, man. You, you don't see James Conner running out and lining up wide and running routes like a wide receiver like you see Le'Veon Bell doing. That's, so, that's very true. Yep. You know, Levy Young. Yep. You don't see it yet. You, nah, My, James, James nah, Conner. Do James Conner doesn't good, have that skill set, that. bro. He's not that. Yeah. Nah. All right. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> he also doesn't have the same offensive coordinator, too. You got to put that into consideration. That's true. He doesn't. Haley. Mm-hmm. You know. True. So who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you you really got to think about it, though, man. Um. The the point that Rel says is that okay yeah we know we're still getting a you know a top five running back you know um, well I don't know I don't know are we getting a top five running back we're getting we're getting the skill and the ability of a top five running back uh, yeah but without that line are we going to get the production of a top five running back correct are we going to get the production that we want to pay this man you know seventy eighty million dollars and get our money's worth. That's the question. Yeah. Because the, the, the yo man, I don't care what you say, man. I think the James Conner thing. I think it. I think it kind of hurts his value a little bit. It, it definitely hurts, and I want to see what does it look like. We don't even know what Le'Veon looks like running, not being patient, because he has the luxury to be patient behind the Steelers' offensive line that that gets him. Like, not everybody can't do it because everybody right. doesn't have the stop and start, but. That patient stuff don't really work when <laughs> you're giving up penetration and you can't, you know what I'm hey, saying? No holes yo. are being formed because your offensive line isn't good. So, <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, you paused me. I didn't even catch it. <laughs> that was I didn't pause. Talk. I said, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, man. I can't, I can't, I can't turn it off. I don't hey, know why. Man, stop talking about penetration on the podcast, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I see what you guys are saying. Connor is looking good, man. But bro, we Le'Veon is a different animal out there, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so so Le- would you would you pay him that? Would you pay him that if knowing that you don't have the offensive line that the Steelers have? Would you pay him seventy million? You're the GM. Would you pay I him mean, that? Dark? I see. I see where the Steelers are coming from. This is this is like. This is like the DeMarco Murray situation. They run the guy into the it ground. Is. Yeah. They 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 run him into the ground, give him four or five hundred touches, and kick him to the curb, man, and let somebody else deal with him. So I just I see where I see where the Steelers are coming from, and I see where Le'Veon is coming from. But you know, that man, that man not getting what he wants, I I why should he show up? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I completely understand it, you know? Shout out to Le'Veon Bell for saving his money, by the way, for not being broke. Yeah. Because, you know, if you broke, you 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 getting out there. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You, you sucking it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are we, yo, why are we talking about football, man? There was no games this week, you know? 
Well, this, we're talking about foot. Yeah, this is not a game situation. Oh, okay, okay. Not we talking about practice, not a game. Yeah, not a we game. talking about a game, <laughs> right? Talking about a guy who's not playing football right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's still so weird, man. That? Did you see the thing um, that tweet somebody had when he was at LA Fitness? And they were like, local rapper uh, Le'Veon Bell found a scene at an L.A. Fitness. <laughs> local rapper. Yo, I'm not even going to front, man. I listened to his last EP, man. It was on Apple Music. I was like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, he's, was tra- he's trash. <laughs> I was like, man, maybe he's had time no, to work wait, on his hello? bars since he hasn't been playing. No. 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 <laughs> Yeah, good thing he's not broke. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, what was that? Yeah, what was that? Rel, you good? The hell? <laughs> yo, yo, are y'all still here? What the hell yes. was that, man? Oh, I'm so glad it didn't mess up. All right, it said I went to it. It said like a connection loss problem. Yo, Skype is <laughs> Skype is fucking up. This nigga said no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we all heard that. We heard that. <laughs> I'm leaving this part in. And we're keeping that too, yeah. <laughs> it's, my, no. it's my melodramatic. That's my melodramatic no. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. Whose man's is this? But, um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What were, we ta- what were we talking about, man? Le'Veon. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, I think we're. I think we're pretty. Much what team do y'all think he's gonna end up on? Like the Falcons. Nah, we ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You <laughs> may end up on the Jets. Who got money? I don't know who got money. <laughs> end up on Tampa Bay, so he could be back in Florida. <laughs> oh man, mm. back in Florida. What do you mean? What do you mean by? He's been in Miami. Oh, uh, yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, right. yeah. That's sure right. is. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe he'll go to the Lions, man. He went to college in Michigan. So, you know. Nah, Lions got to run it back. <laughs> they got to run it back. Yeah. All right, well. I don't know, man. He'll end up somewhere, though. Jets, bro. <laughs> What's up? The Jets, you said? Yeah, I'm thinking the Jets. Yeah, probably. What if he goes to the Raiders, huh? Oh, man. Nah, John Gruden ain't going to want him. John Gruden doesn't want players like that with talent, you know? (laughs) Yeah, he don't don't want talented players. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean this guy's good? Nah, we don't want him on our team. Because here's a guy over here that we got in the fifth round. He really fits my system. (laughs) He really fits my system. That Nathan Peterman guy. I heard he's available. Nathan Peterman, man, is he? Yo, is Nathan Peterman the worst quarterback you guys have ever seen? The worst quarterback ever in the history of in the history of the world. I know the history of the world. He's the worst. Hey, Peter Peterman just ain't got a system, man. He was on the Patriots. He he squeaked out some games. Nah, he'd be trash for the Patriots too. Nah. Seven, I say nine and seven. Nine, <laughs> nine and seven, damn, <laughs> damn, Lance. Yo, if he can win nine games of Patriots, yo, Belichick is literally the best coach of anything that's ever needed a coach. Like, <laughs> hey man, hey y'all, t- y'all, you know what? I was thinking about this. Y'all talk about the system, man. Like, 
the system is just using players in in like situations that benefit them. You know what I'm saying? Like other coaches hey. try to other coaches try to get stuff out of players that they're not good at. Like, hey, I got this linebacker that's great at rushing the passer, but isn't good at dropping into coverage. And other coaches be like, hey, I really right. need you to improve dropping in coverage. Bill Belichick will be like, we're only going to use you in passing situations. Go out there and rush yep. a quarterback. Yep. <laughs> man, I got a receiver who can't catch, but he can run really fast. Yeah, man. Let's put him at running back. <laughs> Dark, that's so funny. That's so funny that you say that because we saw, we talk about the system, and the system is – it's really not complicated. Like yeah. they're literally sitting out there and saying, you know what? Let's just send out personnel. They 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 confuse teams with personnel packages because mm-hmm. coaches are stubborn. So they like to okay, yeah. if I have a linebacker on this running back, no matter what happens, no matter what formation, I'm always gonna put this linebacker on this running back. So mm-hmm. when you put them out at the nine split in position out wide, it's like they run their linebacker out there looking foolish. And, you know, Belichick just takes advantage of it. And the other part of it, too, which, to Brady's credit, I know we talk about him being the check-down king, but that's, that is brilliant. I mean, when you, when you break down the math of football, it takes three and a half yards to get a first down. So if you give Brady three and a half yards guaranteed, <laughs> he's not going to risk a nine-yard throw like Matt Ryan or some other quarterback will try to do and just, no, you know, Matt he's going to take, take the a, yards. Matt Ryan him. will take a sack, actually. So uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Look, Matt Ryan has <laughs> well, check-downs. Yeah, okay all the time and we're just like no i don't want to take this guaranteed four yards let me try to hit this 12 yard julio route you know what i'm saying and thinks he has brady time man yo he swears he got like you know some players like for instance eli when you see eli take a sack he's at least trying to run away and he just can't but matt ryan he's just chilling like looking for somebody 40, yard, 40 yards deep, and you're just like, but, dude, man. But that's the mentality nope. of a lot of teams. Now, man. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and, and, and Matt Ryan is horrible at it, but honestly, most all the other teams do the same thing. Like, the Belichick, Brady, and the Patriots are the only organization smart enough to understand we only need three and a half yards of play. What's the point of risking it if, we're, if you're just going to give it to us? So they just take advantage of if you give it to them. And then when you start to come up and try to take away the little shallow routes and the checkdowns, then that's when they try to hit you with the intermediate. But they don't force the intermediate stuff. They never force anything. They don't. They just take what you give them and get first downs. They'll get tw- they'll get 15 first downs in a drive before they score. But they're going to get – that's not that's mathematically. Not, I'm exaggerating. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how is that possible? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not clearly exaggerating. But, you know, but, but you do see like nine and ten play drives as – all the time from the Patriots, and they just convert and convert and convert because, hell, yeah. three and a half yards is a first down, and they just keep doing it over and over, and nobody is smart enough to recreate that. So, you yeah. know, NFL is trash, I just, man. Dark, I just want to say that I at least give Tom Brady enough credit to say he throws six-yard passes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like three and a half yards, man. Come on. <laughs> no, three no, I'm saying – what I'm saying is Brady's – it's smart. I know we rag on them, and I do because yeah, what's this rag on them for taking the check down and the easy way out. <laughs> but it's what it is. He he throws the three and a half yard check down, and then this running back gets two more yards. Okay, now you're at five and a half yards, and you're halfway to a first down, and you just do it again. Just keep doing it. If they're gonna give it to us, just keep doing it. It's smart. It's smart. Three and a half yards. He's a system Whatever. quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
man. But you're right, though, man. It, 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 it's like, um, I know, like, you know, when you're at work sometimes, you ever, you know, sit in a meeting and people are, you know, doing the same stuff and they're just, you know, everybody's doing this. They're using the same terms and everything. And you're just sitting in the meeting like, yo, why do they do, why do they do stuff like this? You know what I mean? Why don't people just do this or that or yeah. why are we sitting in here wasting our time on these meetings when we could be doing this, that, and the other? That's how Belichick is, man. Belichick is just like, yo. Well, football players are the smartest of athletes. And, and this, it, this it's just not a smart it's, – it's complicated, but they're not kind of – they're. Football is like the you ever are trying to like walk in a door and it's like double doors and everybody's trying to walk through one door. It's like, why don't I just go to the other door? That's how the NFL is. Like everybody tries to go through the same door that's always been used instead of just doing something that is honestly smarter that not many other teams are doing. And just nobody does it. I, I can't understand it, but that's just how it is, man. It's just a they're creatures of habit. I, I don't know. It's just I mean, yeah, coaches coaches are very stubborn, man. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna run my system. We're not gonna we're not gonna adapt right. to your strengths. Nah, man. It's like the they don't the, believe in that. Like, no, you fit you fit my system instead of my system fitting your strengths. Yeah, and that's the craziest thing, concept man. ever. That's the thing about the Patriots, man. You you guys say they have a system, but I think they adjust based on the players they have, man. Because sometimes they you know they used to lean on the defense when Brady first started, then. Brady grew into the quarterback he was, and they became like an offensive powerhouse. And you know, it's yeah. just the, the players that we have. This is what we're gonna. This is what we're gonna adjust the system to. You know, well, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and say it, Lance. No, nah, that's true though. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. But you know, it's funny, especially you really, really notice it when you play fantasy football, right? Mm-hmm. And you got this player, like for me. I've got like Aaron Jones, uh, the running back for the Packers, yeah. for, you know, in like three of my leagues. And I had him in five leagues, but I dropped him in some other because I was like, Mike McCarthy just cannot, <laughs> he just can't He's see. I'm just like, this ball. dude is yeah. good. Every time he touches the ball, he gets like eight yards and he won't run to this guy, you know? And it's amazing. I'm I'm really surprised he's starting to get the ball. It's amazing. I, I guess he just can't deny the talent. But coaches do that all the time, man. All You're just like, time, yo, man. all the time, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. That's why I give props to uh, Pete Carroll when he started um, Russell Wilson, man. Because when he did that, that was unheard of, man. Yeah, like, and it changed. It changed. Yeah, it did change stuff. Yeah. And even now, like you see the you see the production of like. You know, like Mariota and like some of these quarterbacks that are like making dual threat happen and work, and there's still resistance to it in the league, and it's proven that it works. It's so and it's so much proven that there are times which I don't understand, like they don't do it more often. I think I said this in the group. Why don't teams run like the whole wildcat kind of concept in short yardage situa- situations? Like because it does put so much stress on. Like if you have a quarter, if you got Matt Ryan sitting back there handing off to Tevin Coleman, like we know. Matt Ryan's never going to keep that ball. There's no point in doing an RPO anything yeah. because we know he he just it, there isn't a threat. But if you have somebody that can give you that threat, now all of a sudden you have the advantage in whatever play you're trying to run. I don't know. It just makes sense. But teams are like, well, no, that that that's a college thing. It it can't work in the NFL. It's ways to make it work. Coaches just are too stubborn to do it. Yo, I give so, uh, I give Peyton a lot of credit for what he's doing, man. You know, they yeah. run out. Uh, 
what's that dude's name? Number seven. What's his name? Uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They run him out there, man. Like you're yep. taking you're taking the ball out of Drew Brees' hands. Like you know, one of the one of the smartest, if not the smartest, quarterback in the league. You're taking the ball out of his hands and trusting this athletic guy and you know hitting defenses with things they're not used to seeing. You know, and I I give them I give him a lot of credit, man. He's a he's another coach that that like you know. Well, I don't know if he so much adapts his system, but he—he's he not brings, afraid to go against the grain of what's common in right, football. Like right, right. When he when he recognizes a strength in a player, he he yeah. he puts that player in a position to succeed. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. System quarterback Tom Brady. I know. <laughs> hey, man. You said it, not me. Why? Well, yeah, yeah. I did say. It. Yeah, <laughs> he did like multiple <laughs> <Numerous> times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for us. We didn't talk any football this week because there was none. But, um, yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, we didn't we didn't talk any game-related stuff. Yeah, we talked, yeah, yeah there was you know, none. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, because there were no games, you know? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> we're going to get to these uh, hot takes and call it, a, call it a day. Who wants to go first? All right, Dark, I'm probably going to steal your hot take, but. That's life, right? No, I don't think so, you're going to steal mine. That's life. <laughs> but uh, rest in peace, Stan Lee, the legend, the great, uh, yeah. the the genius. Uh, I want to pose a question to y'all. Uh, which Stan Lee creation is the GOAT, in your opinion? Spider-Man all day, man. Spider-Man all day, man. That's a smart man right there, man. spider <laughs> Yeah, Wait, man. let me hear your reason on Spider-Man. What, what's the... Is it well, just how, like, the whole formation of it came to be, like... No, I, what, what I always liked about Spider-Man was, like, how how human he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, his problems, like... Because when he created them, yeah. he was in high school, and he was... It was like, yo, high school's really hard, and so is being a superhero, you know? They, they kind of right, approach right. it from that angle, and, like... Then when he got out of high school, he was broke all the time, like a broke young adult like we all were at one point and like trying to figure out how to make money and how to talk to women and stuff. And at the same right. time, he's this all-powerful superhero trying to figure out how to use his power. So I always thought that was cool, man. Right. I think he's the most um, relatable. You know, you think about it. Superman is this ultimate Boy Scouts. Batman is a billionaire. Iron Man is a billionaire. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> very right. similar, you know, to Superman or whatever. So, yeah, he man. Is, he's the most human relatable. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, and, I, and, and, and the jokes, too, when, when, he, <laughs> when he is Spider-Man, you know. Oh, so. for sure. For sure. I'll probably say, just kind of looking at it from a different perspective, maybe this is more so, I guess impactful or or, or re- re- resonates with me is the idea of how he brilliantly communicated racial injustice and tensions with the whole X-Men thing oh, and like yeah. you know putting that as like the you know you, you, mutants and humans and everything and that dichotomy that is this and it representing like you know um, what's going what's going on in America and, and like uh, you know, civil rights leaders, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr. And, um, you know, just that dynamic was really creative to me. 
to make people kind of understand that maybe we're resistant to it or just just to put it in a, a creative light. That was pretty dope. So, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm a roll with Spider Man now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Excellent. I I agree with you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's amazing to see like you know all these great characters, and everything, and and to think that you know. Just a couple of people were mm-hmm. made such a such a huge impact. Um, yeah, man. I mean, and they're running running the box office now, man. So, I mean, not the not the X Men, but you know. yeah, not the X Men. <laughs> soon to be the end. They will be. They will be. Once Disney finishes that that uh, that transaction, and definitely. But yeah. Yeah, because I don't yeah. think I've seen and I don't think I've seen the last either. What's up? And not the Fantastic Four. Oh either. man. Yeah. My, yeah. Michael B. Jordan as the human torch. Mm. You know what? <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> it was pretty that was pretty bad. He <laughs> said, you know what? I, I actually like that. Just, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Stanley the goat, man. Yeah, all right. Uh, um I, okay, so I'll go with um, I go with Mayweather. So, for yep, for those that may not be aware of the situation, Mayweather's is looking real funny. I'm trying to still understand the entire situation, um, but let me I guess give you the <laughs> the quick rundown. Basically, Mayweather kind of hinted um, through Instagram and like through posts that he will be taking up kickboxing and possibly doing like a kickboxing match and everything like that. And it was like you know kind of looking at like okay what is this really about? You know, what's Mayweather doing? He's kind of done it before with USC and everything. Um, and then an announcement came out, like an actual official announcement from a promoter for a Japanese kickboxing phenom. I think his name, by the butcher, but I'm going to give it a shot, is Tenshin Nasukawa. And basically, this was like sold on by the promoters as an official bout. Like, he's coming over to Japan. It's going to be you know, this amount of rounds and it's going to be like a title fight, the best in boxing versus the best kickboxer and just this whole grand thing, right? Think of like, uh, was it Rocky that did it? What movie was that? I can't remember the movie where like the boxing champion met the martial arts champion. I don't know. It's probably been a couple movies. But anyway, Floyd then came out and retracted it saying basically he, they never agreed upon anything official and, you know, he had never heard of him. He was just supposed to be tra- traveling to Japan for an exhibition out with, you know, some guy that he didn't really know for, like, a private group of people. And I was like, the more that he was trying to explain it in the post, it was like, well, that sounds even weirder because it's now, wait, you fight people privately for, like, rich people? Is that what's going on? Like, I don't know what is. <laughs> it sounds like Django. <laughs> then it's not, that's what I thought about. I was like, this sounds like a like a, one of the, the Django like private fights, like what like in a in a billiard room or something without the pool table and like all these people with money betting on the fight, like bare knuckle. Like, what is going on? Like, is this what rich people do? But uh yeah, it was just this weird thing that he had to retract and basically say it, it was never supposed to be a, a super announcement and an official thing. Um so People are trying to figure it out, like, well, what is Mayweather doing in his spare time kind of thing? But it, it was just an interesting story that he, he's kind of getting backlash on now because they feel like, okay, well, he kind of goaded it. He really knew what was going on, but now he's just backing out, and this is his excuse. But I don't know. I don't really know what to make of it, but it's pretty interesting. So, 
what I make of it is Floyd is just the master of keeping his name in the news. So, that's I, that's probably what it is more <laughs> than likely. Yeah, man, Floyd, Floyd. Somewhere along the way, Floyd became like this master promoter and this master like. Like, uh, you know, just like Master keeping his name out there, man. And that's all it is, man. You know, he hasn't had a fight in, what, two years now, a year now? And, you know, people are still talking about him because he'll just randomly pop up and say some shit or show up at an event wearing riding riding pants and, and boots and, like, you know, just <laughs> looking all crazy. And Yo, have you have you seen a richer guy with worse fashion since than Mayweather? Ray Mayweather wears the worst clothes uh, ever. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you don't really expect like Michael Jordan doesn't really try to be fashionable. Like Michael Mayweather Jordan. tries to be fashionable. Though. I think he's trying to be. I think Michael yeah. Jordan's trying to be fashionable. You think so? Yeah. 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 Jordan's trying to be fashionable, <laughs> well, that's man. horrible. If he is, yeah. <laughs> My bad, dude. Continue, man. No, no. I, <laughs> I mean, that, that's all. I, that's all I have, man. Because. He's smart though, man, because you know, like Floyd Floyd wasn't getting any he wasn't popping like that, and then he became the villain and he started playing that villain role. So even though his fights are boring and all that, and he's a tech technical fighter, not an excited fighter, people were still showing up to watch because they hate him and they want to see him lose. Right. And, you know, so Floyd Floyd knows what he's doing, man. He's just keeping his name out there. That's all. I, I agree. I agree. And by the way, just one little quick side note for anybody that thinks Floyd, this this was like a topic that was like trending. Floyd would not be Sugar Ray Leonard on his best day. I'm sorry. Sugar Ray Leonard would embarrass Floyd Mayweather. Yes, I said it. And yes, it would happen. Did you ever see Sugar Ray fight, man? How old were you? I, I definitely, you know what? My dad <laughs> actually uh, put me on Sugar Ray Leonard. Like I saw he had like a whole bunch of like recorded, like fights and stuff like that and that was like the first fighter like i fell in love with sugar ray Leonard. like i didn't before i knew what bison was he put me on and um yeah okay it 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 would it would happen floyd it would happen to floyd if it ever happened in their primes trust me so yeah all right lance what you got i'm not i'm not mad at that take um yeah yeah yeah. i uh, i don't I don't like watching Floyd fight, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I, oh man, I, I hate I hate his fights, and, and he has to fight. It has to be there has to be something intriguing about it for me to catch it. Otherwise, you know, like half of his last few fights I haven't even watched yeah. because I'm just like I know how it's going to be. He's going to win by decision. So yeah. he's what's not, the purpose? He's not going to get hit. He's gonna he's gonna jab the other guy to death, and yeah, you know. Oh. I can't stand that. That's why I can't put him at the best. You know, when people have conversations, because there's some people that'll tell you he he is the best ever, and I'm like, yo, man, I'm sorry. A, a, an element to me has to be you gotta eat, at least be entertaining, or you gotta knock somebody. You know what I'm saying? You gotta yeah. have it. You know what I mean? You, you can call like him on the saying, best defensive, but not best ever. You can't now. You yeah, can't. So, do that. so being being the best, that. being the best has to be aesthetically pleasing, is what you're saying. Uh, where are you getting at this? <laughs> no, just saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm just me up no, I'm just saying. Being being the being the best, you have to you have to have like uh, have flash and everything because I don't think so, man. There are a lot of teams that are really good teams that aren't flashy. You know, like up until up until this year, Alabama wasn't flashy. You know what I'm saying? But they were still the best team in college football, right? Yeah, well, I'll, 
I, I, I would say this, like, in terms of maybe not necessarily flash, but in terms of the offensive end, like, Floyd is a great, great counterpusher. He's an all-time great counterpusher. But to have enough, it's kind of like, okay, well, if you're the best defensive player of all time, but you don't have an offense that others had, are you one of the best players of all time? It's kind of that conversation. You know what I mean? I think it's more so mm, where, where Floyd fair. fits. That's fair. Yeah. I think it's kind of like how we do in basketball, right? When we talk about the best basketball players ever, we talk about Jordan, we talk about Kobe, we talk about LeBron. We don't talk about Tim Duncan, you know what I mean? And Tim yeah. Duncan is one of the best basketball players ever, but people will never, ever name, ne people will never, ever actually have a debate as to whether he is the best ever. And the reason why is because he hasn't been exciting to watch, right? I mean, yeah. that's been... That's been the reason. And that's why, you know, we kind of have a bias against a lot of the, the, the centers, you know, because it's just like, oh, yeah, they, you know, get rebounds and, and you know, they put it back, you know, dunk it back in or whatever. But Yeah, yeah. That, I, think, I think that factors into Tim Duncan, too, because he was a big man, you know. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> you know, five, five championships and, you know. MVPs and stuff, man. I mean, if you if you've been real with yourself, you got to think about him as you know top player, right? Yeah, you do. You he's, really do. But they don't even talk I mean, about him. Because <laughs> I mean, he was like, and what you do clearly, talk about, he was clearly like, better than Kobe. And what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you do talk <laughs> about Tim Duncan, it's almost like it's almost like the person who names like a, a socially conscious rapper. You know, you're, <laughs> you're just trying to say that, you know, whatever. You're just trying to come through with the sleeper. <laughs> and, and what's funny is even when Duncan like won MVP, like people weren't, I, I, I still say this, people were not calling Tim Duncan the best basketball player in the world. It just, it wasn't. You're right. Yeah. He's never been I think, called. I that. think I think for a couple of years there, people were saying Tim Duncan is the best in the NBA. A couple of people, though. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the same people that that think J Cole is the goat and is better than <laughs> Kendrick and and Drake. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's gonna have diehards, but you know. It's no, not man. Be a yeah, thing. like like Lance said, man. Yo, Jay Z, the best ever, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, how you gonna forget Lupe, dog? You know. Like, <laughs> no, no, right, right. <laughs> no, that kind of hurt, man. I, I kind of stand Lupe a little bit. That kind of hurt. That was a little shot, <laughs> man. But Lupe, I understand you. Lupe, right. Lupe yes, can right. rap, man. But nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So that's that's a good conversation, man. All right, so uh, my um. My hot take is Alex Smith, three of his last four games, he has thrown for exactly 178 yards. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how that happens, man. Three out of his last four games, exactly 178 yards passing. I'm, I'm trying to think of something, <laughs> a, a take for Alex Smith. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, we're, we're talking about check down kings and everything, man. Alex Smith oh, is oh, the oh, ultimate oh. check down king. And he was clearly holding the Kansas City Chiefs back, but he's doing what he always does in uh in Washington right now, winning games somehow <laughs> with with yeah, really somehow, shitty numbers. Somehow, somehow the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers throw uh they get what over 500 yards total offense, 
and score three points. Yeah, because because, because the quarterback what? because the quarterback on the other side is being true to himself, just like Alex Smith too. Right, if Fitzpatrick <laughs> is gonna throw the ball all over the place, but you ain't gonna win a damn thing. So, <laughs> right, right. There's got to be a hard realization, like, when you have success as a quarterback and it's always going to be, yeah, but you're still holding the team back. It's like, what more do you want from me? Like, I can't, you know, Uh, there's only so much. So I want touchdowns. (laughs) Touchdowns, wins. You know know what he was like in San Fran? It was like, oh, Allison, they were like a really good team. But, yeah, he was holding them back. Like, his backup was better. Cat was better. And it was like, I kind of felt for Allison Smith a little bit. He's like, look, I'm winning games out here. It's like, yeah, but you ain't about to win the Super Bowl. Like, we got to put Cap in at some point. Bro, Harbaugh, Harbaugh was working magic out there, man, and he couldn't he couldn't wait to get Alex Smith the hell up out of there, bro. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's got a he's got a concussion. Great, great. I mean, I mean, that's terrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> didn't they replace? I'm trying to remember, like, I'm trying to remember how because at first they were putting Cap in into the game a lot, right? Like, Alex Smith was, like, st- they were almost doing, like, a college football thing or something, right? He was Where, taking I some remember, series. Yeah, I don't bit. remember that. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I know Alex Smith went out with a concussion, and Kaepernick got in there and never left, so that's all never I remember. Left. Yeah, because okay. Alex Smith had that the, the NFC Championship game against the Giants where he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't convert a single third down, right? I think that's what it was. And, yep. And Harbaugh was like, "No, nah, we we can't do this, <laughs> not anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, 170 yards, 178 yards, three out of four games, man. And that's your quarterback that's winning the NFC East. So I know that's crazy. <laughs> they might win the NFC East. It might. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's looking like they are. Gonna, yeah, I, I still, I still. I'm, I don't know, man. The uh, Giants? The Eagles lost the Cowboys. The Giants? You still holding out for the Giants? Cancel. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I, I don't know. They beat San Francisco, man. This yeah, might man. <laughs> that might be the run starter. <laughs> Bro, you, know you know how many touchdowns Odell Beckham should have had in that game? <laughs> and Eli just yeah. couldn't get him the ball. That, that shit was so awful, man. <laughs> He's at, so he's bad. out there beating he's out there beating double coverage wide open and Eli can't get him the ball. He's he's at the goal line wide open. Eli can't get him the ball. Man, I, it must suck to be a Giants fan. But I don't know why I'm talking about this game because there was no football this weekend. I know, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Maybe there'll be some football for us to talk about next weekend. <laughs> But yeah. um, just yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Thanks for sharing, telling your friends about us. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media. All that information will be contained within the episode description, and we will check you next week. Later. Peace. Later. Later.